Holly G with the Golf Insiders. Well, we are finally here. The first major of the year of 2020. And he is there. He is on the West Coast in San Francisco, TPC Harding Park. Bob Herrick from ESPN joining us from the Press Center. Hi, Bob. Hello, how you doing? Good. Um, well, first, congratulations on your pick last week. JT pulling out a big victory, number 13 in his career. And um, he's now in rarefied air with uh, Nicholas and Tiger as the three youngest uh, to reach that mark. Uh, big victory, and he shoots to number one in the world. Sure was a big win. I mean, to get a WGC like that and and to do it the way he did, um, you know, uh, the only guy with three wins in this PGA Tour season, uh, and and a, and a good time to get hot, you know, going into the PGA Championship. So uh, we'll see if he can keep it going. But yeah, it was a good win with a heck of a leaderboard. Brooks Kepka right there, and some other guys as well. It's been, uh, uh, you know, it's 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 been a good year for Jay, and it could have even been better. You know, he had that chance at the Workday event a few weeks prior that he let kind of slip away, but uh, a pretty good golf for Justin Thomas. Well, I think it was Rory that says your game does the talking in terms of who is, uh, you know, sitting at the top of those world rankings, and, uh, you know, JT is definitely the hottest player out there on tour right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, he... It, it, it seems like, you know, we're, we're, he's had a different winner every week. You know, JT has a win. Uh, he's had a different winner since the start, you know, the restart. JT has a win. He, he lost the playoff. Um, you know, he was sort of in the mix at the very first tournament at Colonial. Uh, you know, so he's had some chances. And, uh, you know, and, and, and maybe as consistent as anybody. And, and, you know, just like that, you know, John Rahm, number one for basically, you know, two weeks. Two minutes. And, <laughs> and uh and, and now Justin has taken it over. And, and, you know, it's up for grabs again this week. You know, depending on who wins, there's a bunch of guys that could possibly do it. So, um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of it's interesting to see, you know, uh, that, that kind of that parity and that, that strength at the top because Kepka um, allowed them or, – or, excuse me, yeah, Kepka, you know, his fall-off allowed them to sort of, uh, 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 you know, keep close. And, and now they've overtaken them and – Rory's been number one, and, and Rob, and now JT, and it could go back to any of them again. Well, speaking of Kepka, watched the press conference with him earlier, and um, whatever, you know, he went home and worked on a couple of weeks ago, I guess brought in, a, brought in his team, and he's uh, at uh, the PGA Championship this week with three guys, Pete Cowan, um, Claude Harmon, I, I'm not sure who, is there a third guy working on his putting? But uh, he's got quite the team in place. Yeah, I, I believe, um, uh, you know, Claude Harmon third is the other one in there. And, uh, you know, something clicked last week. I don't know if it was just because he smelled a major around the corner and he's going to always, um, you know, be strong in majors. Uh, yeah, you know, but uh, it's sort of like it just clicked all of a sudden. He shot 62 in the first round. You know, the second round got away from him just a little bit. 
you know, he, he shot one over par on the course where you really can't shoot over par. Uh, and yet, uh, you know, there he was with a chance. You know, he was one down, going 18, hit an aggressive drive, went in the water, still tied for second. And I think that gives him a nice boost coming here. Um, you know, if, if everything's if everything's okay physically, you know, I think it's the golf course that sets up nice for him. You know, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be long if 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 the weather is is anything like it is now or or you know it, or has clouds of like it is now, which is really cool and chilly and misty. You know, I think that plays into a guy like Brooks's hands. You know, I think he's fine in those kind of conditions. If the course is longer, he's going to be he's going to handle it just okay. And uh, obviously, it all comes down to can you get the ball in play and are you able to make enough putts? Uh, and he's proven his ability to do that in a bunch of majors, including the last two PGAs. Yeah, he's going through for a three-peat in case people have lost the place. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Brooks is one of those guys. We've we've seen him make these comments in the in the press conferences he just goes to another level in the majors and you know you saw it in the wgc these events where the pressure's bigger bigger stages bigger uh, he likes that environment there's no question about it i mean you know when at times he's gotten testy about it when he's questioned about it um you know that he's not able to bring that same intensity to the regular events and Look, nobody's ever going to knock a guy for winning four majors. I don't think anybody could, you know. And to have seven total wins is a is a really really nice career. But it, it is odd that he is just so average in regular tour events, you know. And I think that was a a sort of a a thing with with Tiger that you know another thing was just sort of taken for granted, like just the intensity he brought to every event. You know, Tiger's so won 15 majors, and he's won 18 world golf events. So that's 33 out of his 84. I mean, so what's that? It's another 51 regular events, you know, that he won? I mean, uh, he, it, it didn't matter, you know. And so, again, I'm not knocking Brooks because I think winning four majors at this point in his life is terrific. And if he knocks off a couple more, nobody's going to care how, how few PGA Tour events he's won. I just think it's... It's just one of those fluky, quirky things. It just, it doesn't add up. Like the, it's supposed to be the other way around. You're supposed to get comfortable at winning the regular events, which makes it easier to get comfortable winning the biggest ones. You know, and and for him, it's it's been the it's been the opposite. Well, speaking of a guy who wants to win a big one, and he got um, he got asked about it in his press conference today, Tony Finau in terms of, you know, his recent discouraging runner-up finishes. And, you know, he's got to be one of the nicest, most forthright guys. You know, just took it right on the chin and, um, you know, gave a really thoughtful answer. But, you know, he's he's really one that needs that breakthrough, don't you think? No question. I mean, you know, it's amazing that Tiger hasn't, or excuse me, that Tony Finau hasn't won more tournaments only the one win in mexico a few years ago what's he got 30 30 top tens or something yeah he won in puerto rico which was an opposite event and you know he's been like a top 20 15 player here for like three years but he doesn't win it's crazy and 
I think a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, he doesn't make the timely putt. I, I really think it's as simple as that. He clearly hits the ball great. He gets out there. Um, you know, he's 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 strong enough player to have a lot of high finishes, but he's not been able to break through and win. And I think it goes down to that inability to hold a, a clutch four or five footer for par or, or, you know, you got a 12 footer for birdie after a really good shot. You don't convert. So I think, uh, you know, I told me do and, you know, let's just say he can't get it done in a major. He's had some good finish. He's had some good tournaments in majors too. It's not like he's, you know, been way off the pace in majors. So, uh, you know, again, I think this is a golf course that should be fine for him. You know, his length can be an asset here. Well, speaking of length and, um, you know, they were talking about this golf course. It's because of the weather. Um, the ball doesn't go as far. I think they were saying that, you know, the players have been checking their track mans on the range and, uh, they were saying that normally a seven iron that might go 190 yards is only going to go 160 in this cooler weather. So, you know, that, that's going to dial the course. Well, in one respect, even though it appears as a shorter course, it plays much longer um, just because the ball's not going further. But um, right. given, you know, it's certainly a tactical golf course, uh, Harding Park, wouldn't you say? I don't think there's any doubt, you know, you, you, there's some holes where you're you're going to have to hit driver, but there's some other places where it might not be a, a good idea. You might be might rather be farther back. And I, I sort of chuckled when you said, oh, you know, they're only going to hit a seven iron 150 yards. <laughs> yeah. You know, wasn't, wasn't that what it used to be? Like when, uh, when, when 170 yard uh, or 160 yard seven iron was, was considered pretty long, you know, I mean, it's kind of crazy think about that you know yeah um, i don't bet i don't bet you there's too many amateurs hitting seven iron death ball unless they're at a pretty high level you know unless they're a low single digit handicap player you know so um it's uh kind of funny you know you know i feel i feel for these guys who can't hit their seven iron 200 yards you know <laughs> god that's that stinks <laughs> get, you know get out the crying towel Right. Imagine how hard it would be for the rest of us. I mean, it's kind of a raw day out there today, and and uh, I'm not sure it would be fun to play golf in this. And yet, uh, uh, you know, these guys, they got to figure it out. They got to adapt. All right, a guy who's got to figure it out. We're uh, not uh, leaving uh, Tiger off the radar here because, uh, you know, we're on Tiger Watch, of course, because of his trying to break – Sam Snead's record and of course his goal to break Jack Nicholas's major record but this doesn't seem to be conducive weather for Tiger yeah I mean I think it's you know I, I, I think it's just another you know little mark of doubt when you're assessing him this week um, the lack of starts you know the lack of tournament golf the fact that he was sketchy at Memorial you know, he's, he's had a couple of weeks since then, but, you know, he practiced in 95-degree weather at home, um, you know, on a different style of golf course, uh, you know, different, totally, well, the, the greens are different in that these are bent greens uh, than, you know, than he'd be playing in Bermuda at home. At least they're smooth, uh, smoother than California. 
than he would normally be. But he's, you know, I, he even talked about it, you know, the lack of competition. Now, he claims that he went at it pretty hard at home. He worked on a lot of things. He made some changes. I, I was here Sunday. I watched him on Sunday. He played 18 holes. That was a good sign um, that he was able to, you know, that he, that he wanted to play an 18-hole practice round. He looked fine. He looked fine on Monday. You know, no issues. Uh, I think, um, uh, but of course, you know, we've seen that going into tournaments before. You know, what happens on Thursday morning? He's got an early tee time Thursday morning when you would expect the temperatures won't be won't be above 55. You know, if the, if it's if it's windy, that's not that's not going to be good. But maybe you know, maybe that 55 feels warmer. He gets comfortable, gets off to a good start. It's the wind's supposed to blow in the afternoon Thursday, and uh, then he gets a later time on Friday, which obviously gives him more time to recover and and uh, and more you know obviously more time to be ready to to play, which is which is a benefit to him. It was the opposite at the memorial. He played in the afternoon Thursday. Had to come right back Friday morning. That's not a good combination for him, and uh, so maybe this time uh, he's he's better off. Yeah, he's got a late later morning time at uh, what is it eleven thirty uh, something. So so that looks That's like right. looks like it'll set up well for him. Rory McIlroy sitting at number five on the FedEx Cup standings. Rory was you know so hot. Uh, since last year at the players hasn't quite kicked it into gear since the tours come back but this he mentioned earlier that you know this is a the weather a lot like he played and grew up in in ireland and what about the european players seems like this is the kind of stuff they they love this kind of weather you know this is this is this is fun for them my only you know, my only um, uh, retort or, you know, negative to that is, is none of those guys have been playing in this kind of weather. You know, uh, if you think about it, you know, when when the break occurred, um, which was in the spring, you know, the weather was getting decent around the country. Those that stayed here, you know, and played were playing in warm weather. It's been very hot at most of the stops this summer. So I still think it's an adjustment for these guys, you know. Um, I think it's a big, a big adjustment. Even the guys who grew up in it, you know. Um, I do though think it kind of favors Rory because he's had success in majors when it's been a bit softer. And and you know when the you know he the, the length doesn't bother him, but the uh, you know if if the course is a little damp, the ball isn't going to run out as much. He's 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 he has excelled when it's been like that. So from that standpoint. If he can get over the shock to his system uh, from, you know, 95 and humid in Memphis to 55 and 60, um, I, I think that bodes very, very well for him. What's, what's the weather prediction for the week, Bob? Is it going to get a little warmer? Is it going to clear up? We know that this time of year that marine layer is very common, the summer fog out there. What do they call it? Coral? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that I don't think there's any any like bad weather in the forecast, like really not any rain. Um, it's a chance of being higher, a little bit warmer, higher 60s. But it's all about does this marine layer blow burn off? You know, like this morning it was foggy and, and it never really changed. You know, yesterday the sun came out 
Sunday, the sun was out. When the sun's out, it's very comfortable. It's about 70, and it feels really nice. But when it's like this, you know, it's it's like a raw spring day, you know. Yeah, you can just feel the moisture in the air. So uh, I, I don't know exactly if that's in the forecast. I think that is ever-changing out here. Uh, but but don't expect it to be warm at any point. It's not going to be hot. And um, so, but yet I also think we're going to probably have a major championship without any weather interruptions. Well, that would be huge. And, um, no doubt. you know, it's on the West Coast, so we're going to, you know, get to enjoy uh, some golf uh, late later uh, on TV. Uh, ESPN doing um, some extra uh, coverage this week. Share uh, with our listeners how they can um, watch the championship this week and weekend. Yeah, the, uh, for the first time, uh, ESPN has, has um, you know, PGA Tour, or excuse me, PGA Championship rights. And um, it starts on Thursday morning at 10 Eastern time on ESPN Plus. And there's six hours on ESPN Plus, followed by six hours on ESPN. So 12 hours total all day. Of course, the six hours on ESPN Plus is a subscription. It's streaming. Um, that's, there's also going to be a featured whole channel, and there's going to be featured groups. So like when you go to ESPN Plus, you can watch the broadcast. Uh, up until that time, or you can watch uh, featured holes, uh, or a featured hole, I believe it's just the 18th hole, and then the featured groups, there's two in the morning and two in the afternoon. Um, then at 4 uh, Eastern time, I believe ESPN Plus just continues with the featured groups, but the actual broadcast will be on the network. So they're doing that Thursday and Friday. And then there's early coverage on the weekend, too, on ESPN and ESPN Plus. So it's you know basically they're from they're from first tee shot to to final putt hold for the entire first and second round, and uh, uh, I think uh, uh, you know that uh, that you know if, if you if you have the, the the time and the inclination you, you can you're going to have a, the chance to see a lot of golf. Yeah, get the get the coffee brewing, get the uh, beer cooling. Uh, you got if you're a junkie, you're gonna have uh, fun uh, sitting in your uh, favorite uh, Barca lounger watching the first major of the year. It's uh, pretty exciting. So you've been on a pretty good run here, picking winners of late. So I've got two questions for you. Uh, one, you know, out of the pack of veterans, if you will. Uh, shoot, we even saw Phil playing well last week. Do you think, you know, the winner's going to come out of that group, and who would it be? And then second, again, we've started to see this great group of, you know, young 20-somethings, the Colin Morikawa, uh, uh, Xander, Abraham Anser, Matthew Wolf. Do you see somebody like that breaking through in this in, in the PGA Championship? Pretty Pretty tough to you know, win that first major, but give me your thoughts. Yeah, you know, this is the this is the place where the young guys typically excel. We've had a bunch of guys under 30 winning this tournament <clears throat> over the last 10 years, and it's the deepest field of the majors, so that typically means that there's more of a chance for somebody you're not thinking of to win. You know, I mean, it's, it's more like a regular tour event except for the club pros. 
you know, the made the uh, the U.S. Open and the Open have a lot of qualifiers and amateurs. And, well, there are no amateurs in this tournament, and uh, uh, so you know, I think I think there's more of a chance for a young guy. I love a guy like Morikawa. You know, he's from Northern California. Why not? And uh, uh, playing pretty well too, and 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 without fear. You know, from the top tier, I kind of like I kind of like Rom. You know, he didn't have a great week last week, but he had a good final round and um, and played great in major-like conditions a few weeks ago at the Memorial. And he's a guy that we expect to win a major. You know, why not here? He also was someone that said he used to play in a lot of these kinds of conditions in Spain. And, you know, to your point, yes, they've, you know, been, you know, they're playing out on tour. But I think there's something when a course feels right, when the conditions feel, you know, like home. So uh, I like that pick, and I think we're going to have a great week and weekend of golf. Yep, looking forward to it. It's nice to finally have a major, our first one in 13 months. And uh, fingers crossed that uh, we, can have, we can play the others as well and, and with, with no issues. All right, Bob. Well, we appreciate your time and uh, let you go back to work. And I'm sure it feels good to be out at uh, a major again. Sure does. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Bob. Take care. All right. You too. Thank you.